What's up, Hawklings? Today, for you, we have a very special guest on a very special episode on a very special day. I mean, it's April 5th. It's like, you know, what is this? Almost a My month brother's before. birthday. It's Sean's brother's birthday. Yeah. But more <laughs> importantly, Sean's sorry, brother. Sean's brother. Our guest today <laughs> is to his friends, Julian, but to the masses, he is known as Slushy. And we welcome him today on the show. Hi guys, how are you? Great. Doing very well. We have slushy on the show. I mean, how could things be dark and gloomy? Yes, I, yeah. I love yeah. the pop of color, especially with that album art behind you. There we go. Yeah, I had to. There you go. Marketing 101, baby. Marketing 101. Always um, put the album yeah. art behind you. There you go. I, I, I tried to do my, uh, this is my Marvel press junket uh, practice run right now. <laughs> So I had Good to idea. do it. Yeah. Good and idea. so, uh, you know, in case you guys aren't aware, Slushy just dropped a new album. Uh, it's been a couple of years since he's done so. Um, you know, it really tries to take a more modern uh, approach to the original Slushy sound, you know, while adding in some new things that he's learned over the years. And so we're definitely going to dive into that, talk about ELE, Extinction Level Event, um, definitely find out where that name came from. And um also kind of figure out you know what's the deal with this hair man why has it got so many colors um why you got so many colors in your hair <laughs> yeah does anyone ever ask you that yeah I, I, like constantly and exactly like that too they'll go hey yeah you do it's always a, it's the same old lady <laughs> the same old lady it's like hey i like your hair but like why it's like so linda in the hair salon hey you know you got hey, hey, in you. Your your jeans it's, really, yeah. it's the same like like Italian uh woman from from Staten Island that's like <laughs> you know visiting for the day that's like I, I like your hair but why <laughs> is that a wig <laughs> is that a wig let me wear it yeah no because like I mean I, I I've gotten told so many times that I look like either me or like a John grandmother John yeah Stamos? no John Stamos. yeah that's yeah, yeah that, that that's what I was gonna say no, it was John Stamos uh, or me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get that too, like all the time. That people are like, "Are you slushy?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." yeah. I do. I see it, bro. I see, I see it. it. Like, yeah. you know, like I your, your, your 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 beautiful beard, and like, I mean, obviously, like, <laughs> I would consider myself like. Uh, do you do you know ZZ Top? Like the the oh guitar yeah, have like the one. That's 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 us right now. That's like that's yeah exactly yeah we're, we're like ZZ it's like people don't know exactly who's Z top. and who's Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's actually crazy because ZZ Top used to like I don't know why, but they would like frequently go to like country restaurants near kind of where I grew up, and so like we'd be like at the lake like eating chicken tenders, having like a dinner after a lake day, and you just see like ZZ Top over there like full beard like that was not <laughs> fake. Like they're just sitting there eating. I don't like eat. I think one time they were eating ribs, and we were all making jokes. Like, like they've got to have sauce like all over their beard. Like <laughs> you got to think about how many flavors have been in those hairs. Oh my god! Wow. So, Wait, that's so all, like that's so, what I got on ZZ Top. So they were there when you were while while you were growing up. Like yeah. like like you would see them. So like, did that affect your your like restaurant experience? Like. Did you think that that you know like like if you frequented this restaurant, did you think like 
you know, when I'm traveling, I, I got to look out because, you know, two guys that are either cosplaying ZZ Top too well or ZZ Top themselves have been following me for 15 years. You know. <laughs> um, I don't I don't think it really affected my my uh, my approach to restaurants. Um, you know, if we saw them there, great. You know, if we didn't, you know, it's a sad day, but we'll get over it. There's another one. There's another one the next day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So it's easy top of my local chilies. Woo! Um, that's my day <laughs> made. Day. Yeah. It was free. It's um, for free. Uh, so. two, two, two truths and one lie. <laughs> I met ZZ Top. And I met, ZZ I met the other half was ZZ Top. top. <laughs> um, all right. So, you know, loves ZZ Top, but, uh, you know, everyone loves slushies. So, I want to kind of get into how, you know, this kid from New Jersey transitions from, you know, not making electronic music to making electronic music. What was that moment yeah. that happened? Um, I was in a band in middle school and high school. And, um, you know, I just really fell in love with like Guitar Hero and then uh, Dance Dance Revolution. And um, that kind of rolled into like getting into like Daft Punk and like DJ Hero. And then, uh, you know, Dead Mouse brought Skrillex up, and then I got, got super into Skrillex, and uh, that's kind of how that like progressed into you know me just getting interested in in electronic music. Nice, nice. And you know, it's it's no secret that you know you and Skrillex have developed this pretty dope relationship and connection over the years. Um, you know, how, how do you go about, like, you know, finding this idol and, you know, seeing him get pulled up on stage by Dead Mouse? Like, how do you get from that point and being like, oh, this dude looks cool to, like, oh, I'm in this dude's, like, kitchen and we're, like, talking about where we're going to go get lunch today? It's it's weird because it's, like, you know, you know, uh, and I feel like it, it's it's obviously different for everybody, but when you're following somebody, you know, and and – you aspire to create something that's even like a fraction of, of, you know, like, like, like you, you see the statue of David, right. It's made of marble and it's beautiful. And you're like, How? you know, have, have you guys seen the SpongeBob episode where like Squidward is like carving the, it's like that. Like yep. I, I, as myself think that my music's cool and I like it, but it like, you know, getting the, like, reaching the point where like the fourth wall gets broken and then like the people that you look up to start to go like, Oh, that's cool. Or like, uh, I saw Tiesto at ultra and, you know, super random. Like this was like, this was like last week. And, you know, uh, every time I see Tiesto, you know, I'll just like, I'll go, Hey, what's up, bro. And then, um, uh, but you know, he above all has just been like, you know, um, all of my DJ friends have been super supportive, you know? So it's been like really cool being able to like go ahead and, and get second opinions on music and everything. And, and kind of like, um, it's just been, it's been cool. It's like, a, I was a freshman in high school first and now I'm kind of like, you know, uh, seeing the different waves of like the next gen of producers and it kind of just, you know, keeps cascading up. If that makes sense. Yeah. That does. Yeah, and I love how you put that in perspective because you have different opinions from, you know, Tiesto, as you said, to Skrillex, Marshmallow, like all these other producers, even producers producing the same type of music as you are, are in the same stage as you, like on Ultra Worldwide a couple of weeks ago, 
Um, I mean, you you played that stage. Well, was it six years ago? And then again this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was the difference between the times? Do you like have any uh, like regrets from the first time that you had didn't have now? I think for me, a lot of it is like I'm more sure of myself now than I've ever been of like before I would consider myself like, you know, uh, Kanye at at uh, Rock Nation, you know, before he became Kanye, where it was just, you know, I was listening to to everybody around me and kind of, you know, OK, that's fine that's all right. I won't release this song or I won't release that song because it goes better with your release schedule or because whatever. And then because of that, 200 songs don't get released. And Ellie being one album of probably six that I'm going to be putting out in the next even two years that it's just, it's done music, you know? Um, I've just been on hiatus for a long time and not of, not really of my choosing, but now that I've had time to kind of, regroup musically and kind of figure out what i what i want to say to the world um there's not a a a a entity alive that can stop me from telling that story now so that's the difference (laughs) yeah awesome yeah that's so cool and uh you've worked on projects from dubstep to like more melodic stuff more laid back easy music even anime tracks and now, you know, Extinction Level Event is here, uh, just mm-hmm. recently released. How did you even come up with the name of Extinction Level Event? So it was it was literally just like, you know, because I, as you as you as you guys can tell, I'm the most serious, aggressive person. <laughs> like I, I'm I'm very like you know, docile docile, as like sloth like, until it comes to my like my music and it coming out and like like once i'm going and i'm serious like let's put the music out please let's just do it so it was like it was building up and building up and building up until 14 songs exploded and created this extinction level event an event that wiped out the dinosaurs that was the last extinction level event and this this event blew a hole in all this unreleased music and now it's finally coming out so it's like my you know my return to the scene with you know six or seven songs that that you know the you know my fans have been clamoring for for the longest time or like you know invaders from mars or some other tracks that maybe are more um experimental but you know in order to even evolve upon or or, or expand upon these sounds people need to hear the first generation first you know so it's like the fact that i was able to give them these songs means that now i can start finally telling the story that i've been trying to tell for four years you know Mm -hmm. oh yeah um you know stories and narratives and you know creating these feelings outside of more than just music is so important and we hear that from almost every guest like that is an important vital part of their project and they have the story that they want to tell. And so, you know, with something like Ellie, I love that you clarified on that because I've been wondering that because I feel like you may have made a tweet, you know, saying something about the pronunciation, but I could have like dreamt that or something, but or read it on oh, Reddit yeah. or something. Um, 
that you didn't want it to be like an acronym. You wanted it to be like a more fluid word. Um, but so what exactly can you tell us about this story? And like how I have two questions. I have two parts to this. But first, I'll ask, you know, like what what is the story and like who is that? And like, why is the world on fire? Like, I, I need to know. Yeah. Okay. So, welcome to my uh, explanation. Welcome to my TED talk uh, about uh, the explain. It's like one of those TikTok videos. All right, guys. So, I think um, I think I figured out the uh, the Ellie backstory, right? So, we have Ellie here now. Ellie is uh, so essentially um, the ERU. Who this? There's a ship back here. Um, the uh, evacuation response unit. Now, they're basically uh, a uh, cyber dictatorship that takes freedom away in this Neo Tokyo type world. So they're like the, the, they the you know the, the they're like the you know villains of this world, whatever, whatever. So Ellie is this character that can essentially she has the power to stop the ERU. So she is the extinction level event in that if she unlocks her true power and figures out, oh. I was in control this whole time, which is this moment where the little slushy guy actually forms into a laser like slime thing. And uh, if I move a little bit, slushy's actually, oh, wait, wait, what? Whoa, slushy <laughs> right next to Ellie. There's like a little bear brick thing. Um, but basically, yeah. So it, it was just like trying to like metaphorically say, like, you know, uh, uh, without even releasing an album since 2017 all i needed to do was release 14 songs and i gave you guys every reason why i was gone and it was like here's house here's dubstep here's everything mm -hmm. and i just i want to keep releasing music you know so it's like great awesome well, so yeah when i hear extinction level event i think just all dubstep but you you just threw like house in there and you threw all this other like other genres and i i still think that's so cool that you just mixed all, like a did a blend of um just a slushy blend yeah <laughs> just like a strawberry banana smoothie yeah with like a little bit of blueberry oh of course maybe some blue airheads too oh dude yo the mystery airheads are the best uh -huh. though like the like the white ones Oh, yeah. But like mystery lollipops, like I never understood that. Like, just tell me the flavor. Like, I, yeah. I'm more excited to just have the lollipop than to find out it's like pineapple coconut. Um, right. Well, pineapple right. coconut yeah, is a yeah. good flavor. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, to my cut brain. the show. Um, no, I do like <laughs> cream soda flavor, though. Cream soda flavor kind That's of That's a good one, too. Cream soda is good. I mean, I'm a blueberry raspberry guy, like through and through. Like, I walk into the vape shop and I point at the blue bottle and I'm out. The cotton candy <laughs> one too. The, 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 the oh, the cotton candy one was dank, too. I'm trying to think of this. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, besides dum dums, uh, the second part <laughs> of the second part of the question uh, is going to be, you know. You said a second or a little bit ago that you couldn't release this music, um, and so it may be more personal question, but you know, I want to, I want to know, like, is it like, you know, you know, the industry is just stressful, and you needed to take time to equally, you know, cohabitate a work setting, um, you know, writer's block, or like, what was the deal? 
Yeah. So for uh, a lot of that time, it was just a, like a multitude of things. Like a lot of it started after um, when I released my first album, I was in the hospital in Paris. I had my appendix taken out. So like I was mixing and mastering a lot of the stuff in the hospital and like going through. So, so it's just a, it, it, like a lot of my day-to-day managers that were dealing with the music didn't have a lot of experience in dance music before working on my project. So it was like, you know, uh, an uphill battle essentially from the start, just trying to build this platform. And, you know, now I feel like I'm, I'm finally at a point almost six, seven years into it now where, um, I'm, I feel comfortable enough in the space where like, I know that if I drop a record, like, you know, I know what the artistic vision is going to be and like what I want the video to be is where before it was something where like, you know, I didn't really have that choice because that, you know, those assets were, were created alongside just me sending the final wave or the final master in or, you know, now I have essentially full control of all of that. And it's like, you know, that is so empowering of just being able to like this album cover, all of this, it's because me and my friends, you know, we're like, let's make an album together. Not because, oh, this would be a really fun and trendy thing to do to try to fit in. Like this was just, I made this album for, for, for fun and we put it out, you know? So I think like that was like my biggest takeaway and like the, the biggest difference between stuff now and then I think is, you know, more so now, like I, I don't know. Like, I I, th- I feel I feel like more so I know what I'm doing now. You know, like before I was just like, I've never driven a car before. It goes really fast. This is cool. And now it's like, oh, if I if I turn it's the all these buttons, you know, <laughs> buttons. Like, oh, I can see. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah. so, did you make some like management changes and like team changes over the course of the last like since the last album in 2017? Yeah. So I, I mean, you know, I, I had parted ways with my uh, old management team. Um, but, you know, it was, again, strictly strictly just because of, of, of the pandemic and, t- and just everything ended up just boiling over. And, you know, but um, yeah, sometimes we just need to move on. I mean, it's not like, you know, right. things have to be terrible and people hate each other or whatever. I mean, you can't. I still people, love I mean. them. I still love everybody yeah. over there, you know, um, just everybody and. You know, it was strictly just from a, a point of view of like, I need to do what's best for me right now. Um, as you know, that's like, that was the biggest thing I learned, I think, as well as like, yo, if you're not happy, you got to change it and change your environment sometimes, you know? Exactly. And even though like, maybe they aren't like, you know, toxic managers or bad agents or whatever, it's just like, sometimes we need something new and something exciting and that mm-hmm. helps you know, give breath to, you know, super great ideas. And like, like, I just love the cover. I mean, I just, I love the cover. Like, it's just like the bad guys, <laughs> bad, badass anime bitches. Don't look at explosions, motherfucker. Like, Dude, that's it's literally I like, I wanted it to be like, yo, this Ellie character is like, is, is us is like our view into like, we, cause it's like, you always want to see that like Deadpool character come in and like you know somebody who has the power of the bad guy that just messes all the bad guys up and it's just like you know that would be like insane 
<laughs> I'm just you like, I'm like, daydreaming right now. Yeah. Yeah. So sweet. Um, Sean, do you have anything else about Ellie that we wanted to go over right now? Um, we can come back to it, but I know we got a lot yeah. of things to figure out. Yeah. I've, I mean, um, what does, you know, you have uh, 14 songs to this album, right? Mm-hmm. So what does, how's the track list? Um, is like, how's the significance of the track list uh, in this album? Like what, what significance does it have? Um, I tried to like uh, specifically, I tried to do it very specifically. So like the way I cut like all I need from like the song before that, or like the intro into the second song, like, you know, some songs medleyed into other songs or um, a song would end and like immediately go into the next song versus like some songs would there be a little bit of silence. So it's for me, it's all about like, like sonically, how do I get like, like when you're listening to it, a fade out comes into either another fade out or a nice transient. Or if it's meant to jar, like Invaders from Mars is meant to like, you know, kind of jar you from the beginning. So you get that first hard transient. So it's like, um i always take that into account that like you know um some artists are kind of single focused um but like i I think you know the album isn't really it's definitely not a lost art but like you know like the weekend's new album is amazing because like oh yeah it's medleyed like so well and it creates like a full landscape and you get like like a whole scene in your head and that was like you know this is the main but like the audio gives you that like you know 360 Mm -hmm. surround sound vibe like the intro like from the intro i was trying to do that like cinematic like you know you could you know back when in the in the 50s when they would do those like sci-fi radio broadcasts or whatever like that vibe where you can hear everything super clearly and you can imagine it in your head clear as day like how could i do that with electronics and stuff nice yeah, and I I kind of I put flack on Spotify for this for a lot of things, but Spotify in general with artwork, they've done a lot to just make uh, albums look like a creative piece with the new like the revol like the revolving visual of their artwork. When you're looking at it, it's like oh that that look that reminds me of the song that like I'm listening to. Like it it's cool. It's like it's the coolest thing. And you never like you never would see this like unless you go to a slushy concert exactly yeah it it really like especially now because spotify for artists is like it's way easier to use now than it initially was so like i can literally change i changed my press photos on my spotify and i hadn't changed them in like like four or five years i was just like this is great like, I, don't I think look I saw like that, that like a couple months ago when you announced the album. I went and looked, and I was like, "Holy fuck, this is an old photo." Yeah, and <laughs> that, like, yeah, I saw the old. ultra photos. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Awesome. Uh, yeah, Tony, you you got it. This you one. got it. All right. Bye. So, talked about Ellie. Um, if you haven't listened to it yet, guys, definitely go listen to it. But we're going to we're going to start heading back into the past here. So Slushy and Monster Cat, synonymous in name, interconnected throughout the years, timeless Mm -hmm. records. Um, How did that relationship form? 
Um, it so my relationship with Monster Cat is was birthed from like you know I I, li- I listened to a lot of Monster Cat stuff in high school, uh, so I was a big fan going into like my first release with them, and I actually submitted one of my uh, I, I submitted a remix to the uh, Deeper Love, uh, I think it was a Botneck and Monster song, and I didn't win the contest, but I was in the honorable mentions. And then I ended up getting signed um, to my past management like shortly after. Um, so it was just like, just it just worked out, you know? It was crazy. Nice. And then, so like, what is like the process of like making this, making a song and then like sending it over to Monster Cat? And then, like, do you make a song, specific, like, because you have songs on Rocket League? Like, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm getting at because big Rocket League guy. Um, and oh, yeah. For my roommate Jack, this is his uh this is his favorite. Um he I don't know why he always just wants me to ask DJs about <laughs> Rocket League. Um, but so like what is the pro like do you make the song knowing that it's gonna be on Rocket League, or do you like make a song and then they just end up saying, like, hey, we want to put this on like uncaged volume eight or whatever? Yeah, I, I that's literally I have like so i'll send i'll send them a folder full of stuff it's usually like love you need you and all i need are both songs that i've that i wrote those are probably the quickest songs i've ever written in my life um and they just kind of like it's almost like i just pulled them out out of my brain but um though that's an instance where i sent them the song and then it perfectly aligned with what they were doing at the time like llama rama and everything and um when it came to the Fortnite concert and stuff like that, like I was already in both games. So like, it just made sense. So it's a lot of like, you know, it ends up being right place, right time. And kind of, again, nurturing your relationships and, and, you know, um, just because I don't get on one compilation, I, I don't, you know, have a hissy fit about it because it's like, well, I can just write another song and then we can do something next season. Or, you know, it's uh that's kind of like not having existential FOMO about games is like the, the greatest way to prosper. I think in the landscape is to just, you know, be a nerd, be a gamer. (laughs) And, you know, it's uh, that's, that's been my, uh, my biggest rate of success is just by like making music and, you know, trying to imagine, you know, imagine it in these games. Nice. Yeah, it's awesome. And um, like I, when I first heard Love You Need You in Rocket League, I was like, holy crap, I can like connect that right to you. Because obviously I've heard it in concert before. And then I hear it in the game and I, you just like, you love the music in games. Music is one of the key things like in movies and games and uh, like anything you have. Mm-hmm. Um question for you though are you actually a really big rocket league fan i am a medium i'm like a medium-sized rocket league fan a huge fortnite fan okay oh okay. a huge fortnite fan i play fortnite so, every no day. building or building how do we feel I, about this i like the no building seasons actually because I'm, I'm a big like shotgun fan oh, um, okay and... jump shot or like corner shot oh dude like if i can if i can run up with like the new like the drum shotgun and mm-hmm. just just uh so it's, they they let you do like the gyro aiming now so you can aim with your controller 
so like i'll aim with the shotgun and i'll actually try to just like hit as many headshots as i can and it's like dude that's kind of cool just like imagine if we had freaking <laughs> uh gyromatic whatever the word is uh like quick scoping modern warfare 2 oh, oh my, my god, god dude. oh my like, god yeah or, or, rust, uh, like uh, uh, imagine like having to spin around like off the top of rust <laughs> you just, the your mom walks by and she's like Are, is, is he okay he's on drugs <laughs> is he good get out of my room i'm playing minecraft <laughs> <laughs> um and so you know that uh, leads me to my next question uh, because you know slushy and video games. I love you know I think it's super cool. Uh, you know even through I mean over the past half of a decade, it's crazy um, to like think about that. There's this artist that like really loves video games like as much as I do, and like you know you can just tell when like someone has spent thousands of hours in like Halo Three custom games or like yeah. sitting in like a party or whatever like you can just tell when someone's you know gets you, you like that you know what I mean? you can just tell yeah somebody has like i've never played halo in my life like, Fuck Master guys, Chief. i've never touched Whoa, it I, can't, I, really can't. <laughs> I, I, I loved halo screens. 3 um, halo 3 is my shit but dude so... halo that that original trilogy is like is timeless it is absolutely. My just friends try to say that it's like guess. it's like a cheap storyline, and I they just don't they just don't understand that first feeling of like either driving a tank through New Metropolis, like for the first time, or like the ending of three, like that last level, like one of the best game levels ever made. Like I, I die on that yeah. fucking hill. But here's the thing about that, right? They're saying like you know like people today are saying like oh it doesn't have, it doesn't like whatever like when that came out that inspired so many of the games that came after it where that becomes the cliche and they're looking at it like oh it's so lame now like but that was the that was the progenitor of whatever trope they thought was lame you know which is like that's yeah. the crazy part is like you know um like again like people clown soldier boy but like he originated <laughs> so much so stuff that we like use now music like heavy trap beats and like all rap yeah but like dancing just just you know soldier game i thought you were gonna say skrillex and i and then you come out with soldier boy soldier boy no no, no. um but no well, i mean well definitely definitely skrillex with with bro step and and like you know when he drops a single everybody is dissecting the project file and trying to figure out, you know, X Trill is losing their mind. They're oh they're God. just like you know, Buzzfeeds. What VeggieTales character are you? You know, <laughs> with the project files, um, basically. But, but yeah, I mean, like that's been like like that's. I think that that's the coolest part is like, you know, you can literally be that person for a genre. You know. Yeah, that's and great. so. What genre do you want to kickstart? I want to create a fusion of like the Dance Dance Revolution vibe with like, you know, I just want to like make that vibe really aggressive, you know, but like mm -hmm. make that like that early 2000s trance like party vibe. 
like bring that vibe back. So uh, like, like virtual self, but make it nicer. Like, well, no, virtual. Like he's he's killing it right now with that style. I think like maybe a bit more like dub influenced. Like, like I feel like like virtual self is so is so purely like it's unapologetically that. You know, I want to almost like mutate it and take it somewhere where like it's it's almost not even doesn't even it's reminiscent of it. You know, like it feels like like he's his is like a like an amazing love letter. And I'm just trying to like, you know, throw the vial on the ground and like, you know, how can we how can we fuck it up? You know? <laughs> and so do you think in all this uh planned out unreleased music, do you feel like you're getting closer to that goal? Yeah. I, I really, you know, I feel that with, you know, everything that we have going on behind the scenes that is planned for slushy that nobody even has any idea is in the works they're not ready they're simply no they're not ready i'm not ready i'm ready well i'm ready but i'm not i'm just it's it's gonna be insane and um you know like we're gonna be starting a label eventually um there's just gonna be a lot of you know I, i i'm all i'm just getting started and I feel like that is like the consensus that I get from like your social media posting and stuff like that over like even the past like year, you know, it's this like newfound beautiful confidence in like not only yourself, but your work. And I feel like you can really see that translation in the music, you know, compared to, you know, you know, maybe five years ago, you made, you made a track and you're like, Oh, the shit bangs. And then someone's like, what does it mean? And you're like, I don't know, it bangs though. Like you feel yeah. now, like you're like, oh, it bangs. It definitely bangs. But like here's like here's what like what it's banging for. Yeah. I, I have that like, you know, uh especially, you know, especially because looking back to the, the early, early songs, I couldn't I couldn't even tell you what I wrote any of most of it about. Um, but now it's like I've been kind of touring long enough where I can kind of reminisce on a lot of stuff and kind of find roots in just a bunch of different stuff now. And I think that that's like, I think that's probably like the biggest thing for me is like, um, I'm more in, I'm so much more in tune with myself and knowing what I think is cool and, you know, being able to kind of drown out when something is just a suggestion. Um, and you know kind of just just well like like what to pull out of the criticism to actually make it better and be proactive rather than reactive you know Mm -hmm. well um speaking of you know changing throughout these years you know you've also despite the hair you've made uh a lot of lifestyle changes as well to yourself over the years how do you think that's changed you today um i so i i I can definitely dance a lot more on stage um i'm a lot less stressed about you know like um how am i going to dance for that long or how am i going to be kind of like you know because i'm before i was a hundred and something pounds heavier so it was like on stage I, i would just like sweat and just be like struggling on stage and now 
um, those sets feel like um, half or even less of the energy, which is great because I can just go crazy on stage now and and really just vibe out and you know groove. Yeah, that that's awesome, and just to see the change like overcome into your eyes, like you know from twenty sixteen on, like you like have you like I I guess outside of performing, but like. I guess other than that, like, uh, try to think of words to say about this. Um, like, has anything like else surprised you about it, though? Like, about um, just like about, in life in general, because I, I, like, I see on it, like your Instagram, you have you have a new like a coach that helps you out. I I guess he's your friend as well. Um, is yeah. that, that, that that's actually like your your workout coach or something? So, um, so, uh, there's this guy Mata who, uh, does like essentially a lot like meal prepping stuff, but it's like, it's really good meal prepping stuff. And like, um, it's just like chicken. It's very basic. It's basic stuff, but it's, it's like seasoned just right. You know, where I like, I don't get very bored of it. And it's like, it's just really like, it just feels like it's a lot of food and it's portioned out to where it feels like it's a lot. So mentally you're just like, oh yeah, this is like this is like Thanksgiving basically, you know, every day. So it's just it's it's that of kind of um you know, and kind of just taking accountability for, you know, uh if I eat something like I'm going to have to work it off and and you know, kind of just being able to um adult a little bit better. Um which has been like a, a a struggle because, you know, touring at, at 18 and, you know, leaving high school and touring the world, you know, you don't learn very much about, you know, uh, um, like college etiquette and like, you know, like, like I went from living with my mom to like, okay, now I'm in a hotel and I don't know what a hotel people, is. Yeah. People are asking you like, if you want champagne or like all this stuff, like, what is that? Like, <laughs> what like, is how, that? How is it spelled? Like I hadn't even smoked before I I left Jersey. That's the crazy part. I mean, at least you left Jersey. Jersey, Jersey. You know how how do you think growing up in Jersey, uh, you know, has influenced you know how you interact with people and like you feel like it's get like you feel like it makes you feel better about like being like I mean. So um, it's no secret you're kind of a weird dude. We're all all of us are weird oh, yeah. dudes, I'm but like absolutely. you know, it, it takes a different amount of time for each weird person to come to terms with their weirdness. Do you think like being from Jersey like made that more difficult or easier? I I think it made it really easy because I at, at, in school, you know. Uh, my I was so used to my whole world being full of people that thought I was strange. So it, when it came to widening the scale and there's actually people that think I'm cool along with that, I'll take it. You know, when the whole world that you know thinks you're lame and dumb and then you find out like, oh, people actually want to hear what I have to say. It's like the most, you know, as an artist, it's the most empowering thing of like, you know, it's, it's a, that's the part where it's like, I, I'm bulletproof in a way, as far as, you know, 
when somebody makes fun of me for something, it's like, oh, well, I mean, okay, that's cool. You're going to have to like call me something crazier than that because it's like, you know, listen, <laughs> like, I'm on the autism spectrum. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I've been always bullied my entire life. It's like, but that's, you know, I, I took the bullying so I could become a, you know, a musical beacon of like, dude, we, we can all do this. We can all make music together and we can all, you know, be on top together. There doesn't have to be industry politics and all this other stupid stuff that, you know, makes things more difficult. We can all win together, you know? And I, I think that that's, that's kind of where I, I had reached a, a disconnecting point of like, you know, I'm going to do this because I'm going to prove to everyone that you can do this with a pure mindset of just wanting to make cool music, you know? And I think that that's the most important thing at the end of the day is like, you know, in, in a world where everything is so commercial and, and, and pop now, we need a bit of disruption. We need a bit of, of loud, obnoxious and party music, you know? And, you know, if I can help do that, then sick. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so cool. And just like going off like the whole school thing. I mean, we we find someone outside of school, no matter what. Like I found a friend group. You would find a friend group outside. Like Tony thinks I'm cool. I'm with him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll yeah. you'll like no matter like anybody out there, like you can find like your your group of people, no matter what. Um, you try, tr like try different types. Yeah, like you, you moved, uh, you moved from New Jersey to LA, right? Yeah, you know, as somebody people who out in really, LA. for somebody who really didn't leave the house and still, I'm, I'm in my house. I don't really leave my house that often. Um, you know, it's okay to be like that. It is totally okay to be an independent person, but it, it is, it is kind of nice breaking out every once in a while. And I know for antisocial people that's a lot to ask but it is really nice finding out that there are people that are also as weird if not weirder that are also into cool stuff like video games and skyrim and you know music so um that was i think the biggest thing that i've learned on the road is that like the world really is so much wider and so much more diverse than anybody could ever imagine just by being in one city their entire life you know mm. and you never would have realized that when you were a teenager or like when you were very young you never knew that the world was like so expansive well i feel like technology helped with that but still yeah and, and i'm still definitely like you know i'm i turn 25 next month i'm still a long ways to go as far as like learning everything i need to learn for i, I don't know um but you know yeah it's really cool but like you feel like if slushy that left like your house was like by mom going on tour, like you think if you could go back and like like share your mind with slushy, then do you think he would be like, holy crap, thank God? I think it would be like, you know, uh, are, are are you guys are you guys avid anime fans? A little bit, a bit. Like yeah, my girlfriend is, so I hear a lot about it. So there's an anime and and um uh it's called Attack on Titan. And, oh, yeah. uh, I've heard of Attack on Titan. There's a moment in the story where Aaron 
the main character gets a vision of the future and it's like not, it's not really a spoiler um but like you know i just i would be like oh my god oh my god i'm gonna i'm gonna you know the 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 uh the music industry is a lot lonelier of a place you know uh just in general you know it's really difficult to to especially being somebody that's kind of a shut-in you know uh, and not like at you know space yacht every saturday or you know yeah space in miami or whatever like i i sold my car i live in denver and i sold my car in august because i realized i don't drive it and i don't do anything <laughs> except hey, sit at my desk and work i just sold my car last month because let's I'm go so you know i'm just like I, i'm also i'm do, i i would consider myself a nomad at this point i don't really need to live in any specific place as long as i have a means to create music and you know that i mean that's really you know it's all i need so, so I she's gonna come to live in vermont <laughs> I don't yeah. know middle of nowhere <laughs> i'm coming to uh, see bernie yeah <laughs> oh he's great he was did you guys see bernie on place they made the bernie meme on uh the our place image no uh, wait no i have not were you guys following that no the like thing where like everyone gets to change like a pixel and people like no that sounds amazing though oh yeah, yeah. definitely look up our place on reddit and it is like one of the coolest like social technology te social technological like projects probably of our generation like <laughs> it's like what? a gigantic like canvas that like groups of people and communities like go and change specific pixels and it changes in real time people like draw like among us like characters next to like donkey kong and then they have like a war they're like hey like you change that pixel on our side like if you don't change it in five minutes this means war like <laughs> dreamers were like all involved in it like hassan ludwig and all of them there was like over two million people on twitch watching people like fighting wars like people from like wow. france people from like argentina like streamers like, it was crazy definitely look into that more you'd love that that's insane um <laughs> but died. uh besides that um i have a question kind of pertaining to the internet and video games again um you know you know i've just been You've been play like you know you've been covered and plagued all over video games that I play or my friends play or whatever, and you always pop up mm -hmm. in random places like a Fortnite concert or whatever. Um, so a while ago, you got to go do this like tour and hang out with the Rooster Teeth Achievement Hunter team. Oh yeah, and uh, I just want to know like if there was any like funny moments that you remember from that or like weird moments or like whatever. Uh, where you're like, oh, this is like super cool. Like these guys made red versus blue. That was, it was really cool. Cause like I grew up watching like rage quit, like watching the podcast and everything and like getting to see and like, I met Bernie and that was pretty, I met Bernie and Gus. That was pretty crazy. Cause I was just like, you, you're so used to hearing their voices in like the shows <laughs> that like they're, it's just, that's a crazy like little starstruck moment where you're like, whoa. It's such a different niche, you know, uh, form of entertainment. But it, but it is like, you know, I was such a fan of the work that I was like, that's so sick. But yeah, cool. that was awesome. Getting to see their their their. Uh, I think I played ping pong at their facilities. Yeah, I think so. 
Um, but it was like very like, you know, that was that was the weekend that Avengers Endgame came out, and uh, you know, oh, it was just like sick. it was cool. It, we ended up playing uh, Austin, and then I went to, I think I filmed their uh, like Awu video that they have, and then went to go see Avengers that same night. Oh, nice. that was a great movie to see in theaters. Holy crap. Yeah. It was insane. On my, it launched on my birthday. So it's oh. ever forsaken wow. it on, on my birthday. Wait, when's um, your birthday? April 26th. Oh, okay. May 1st. Oh, yeah. Taurus. Hey, we have, the, we have every single Marvel movie, basically. Basically. <laughs> we're going to... Oh, uh, Doctor Strange releases on your birthday, I think. I mean, like yes. every Spider-Man movie and every Avengers movie, basically. Oh, that last Spider-Man movie. I cried. Next Doctor oh, Strange is going to be just kiss. My girlfriend's like, why are you crying? And I'm like, I'm like you, don't you don't understand. You don't understand Marvel. <laughs> Uncle oh. Ben. I like, I like, I like have to force my girlfriend to sit with me sometimes to watch the, like the series on Disney+. Plus. Like, come on, we got to do this on Wednesdays. I can't <laughs> see spoilers on Twitter. And then when I see it, I'm like, oh, my God. Nah. Oh, I, yeah. I always want to watch it. Like it, they come out at two a.m. I'm like, yeah, it's the worst time. You know, I got spoiled by a uh, Volt by accident. Oh. You know, my friend Volt. Um, he uh, hadn't even seen the movie, but to fuck with me, it was just like, hey, by the way, Iron Man dies. <laughs> Did hadn't had seen the no movie. Idea. He just guessed. He <laughs> guessed. Then it happened, and I was like, I, you know what? I was like, we we just need to fight now. No, um, but it was, yeah, it was, it was so sad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, hey. at least everything leading up to that moment was just so badass. Yeah, and then you cried, and cried. I cried. Oh definitely. man, cried some more. The funeral. Oh god. When he gives her the, she asked for a cheeseburger. I was like, I give her all the fucking McDoubles <laughs> in the world, man, dude. Oh my god, that movie is amazing. Um, all right, so talked about Ellie. We got to talk about Monster Cat, Rooster Teeth, uh, a little bit about Fortnite. Um, yeah, we're kind of kind of switch switch the vibe. And did you get to actually cook with Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> I got to cook with his children so oh nice um i taught his son how to dj and then his daughter uh, <laughs> his son jack and then tilly um uh made donuts we all we all made donuts together i put salt in the donut mix instead of sugar um did he yell at I'm you i'm not sure how i didn't get immediately you know just kicked out of the country for that roasted uh, <laughs> But yeah, it was really cool. He was a was he super nice about it. Was he like, "Oh, it's okay, mistakes happen"? Oh, he wasn't in the room at the time. I'm sure. Oh, he okay, thank God. But I mean, like, like you know, I can tell that he is, you know, like I I come from the East Coast school of like, listen, like you either break under the pressure of being able to to do this music thing, or maybe it's not for you. That, that, me personally, that that that's how I kind of you know that's my that was my personal philosophy for how i came up and i feel like you know it's a it's a thing of like 
you know, there is positive tough love when it comes to learning something and, and not being immediately just given the answer right away. And I can tell that that Gordon's the kind of person that that is of the school of thought of like you work hard, you get results, you know, same thing comes with anything you do. If you want to learn how to do music, you can do music, you know, it just takes time and dedication. But yeah, and he was even super yeah, and then sometimes he calls you an idiot sandwich. All the or time. You, you have to call yourself an idiot sandwich. He's like, what are you, idiot sandwich? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh God. Nah, I, I I couldn't imagine, like, cooking under him because I'd be, like, sweat, like, dripping sweat. I'm like, oh, I wonder uh, what he thinks of my uh, uh, filet mignon. <laughs> and he's like, it tastes like sweat. Tastes like sweat. <laughs> and towels. <laughs> And towels. <laughs> Everyone's had a steak that t- tastes like a towel. Speaking, I mean, uh, how does a towel taste? Just like, just like chewy and like stringy and oh like hell yeah, fabric. That's yeah. that A five Wagyu right there. It's like that, that Joanne's fabric Wagyu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that the old spice uh like fragrance soaps like getting off and like it's just stuck on the towel forever and you smell it and like mm, that smells good what how's it taste what <laughs> you're just like oh <laughs> you, ever just, you ever just eat a bar of soap <laughs> you ever eat a, you ever eat soap yeah, yeah. that's our last yeah. question for you. you ever eat bar of soap yeah so like uh no i've never eaten so i, I mean definitely not on purpose um you know <laughs> that that's not the, the answer is there that's not <laughs> gonna be the last imagine question. all right so well thank you for coming on the show <laughs> <laughs> see ya uh i want i want to talk a little more about food because um yes like there's there's like some good parts about jersey and there's some you know the ugly side is wawa the best part about new jersey yeah 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 i would say that that's that's fair I mean, the only, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was trying to think of something else, but that's that's pretty on on point. Like com- compare, uh, like doing another comparison, uh, like New Jersey beaches or Long I- or not Long Island, uh, Los Angeles beaches. Uh, well, not Los Angeles, like California, maybe. I mean. Santa Monica Pier to me is, reminds me of like Ocean City. Like, I, I used to go to Ocean City every year with my family. And it's very, very similar to Santa Monica Pier as far as like having the Ferris wheel, you know, being just a long stretch of stretch of boardwalk. Um, but yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <New> Jersey beaches. <laughs> I'm, glad, um, uh, I'm glad we got Sean's northeastern uh, questions out of the way. Uh, come on, man. I had to. I can't ask anything about Vermont to anyone. Well, we had it's one guest on. New Jersey and Heritage Month. Give them a break. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your hair purple? I don't know. <laughs> Sheila, you got to turn his hair blue again. I remember when they first invented hair dye. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I was there. I can only imagine people from New Jersey and like Philadelphia talking like that. It's like 
in like, in like 1800. <laughs> exactly, 1800. I'm walking my horse here. I'm walking my horse here. Um, all right. So, you know, we've been discussing a lot of serious, you know, very consequential things uh, throughout the episode. Um, we got a couple more questions for you, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, so with this new album, you know, you get to work with a bunch of cool artists um, like Revlo. Shout out Revlo, North, another Northeastern yeah. guy. Dude's got great handle on that explosive like bouncy bass sound um you great worked with like, ricky too. zan your friend volt um avila trilla bunch of great artists um who haven't you worked with yet that you really want to uh res would be pretty cool that'd be pretty tight um elenium would be pretty cool um, I'm still guy right there. Yeah, that would just be, I think, you know, crazy. Yeah, that'd be cool. Excision, um, be kind of excision. Tight. Yeah, and if as long as he doesn't hold a grudge about the lineup thing. Um, oh my god, we, we do want we do want to bring up the lineup thing. So, oh no. So the other day, uh, a slushy official account on Reddit posted a Lost Lands lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, that got called false by Lost Lands. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so give us the rundown that. on that. I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't post it. I literally. Account, I got so many emails. I'm sure it was somebody who had good intentions over it. Uh, I, I I don't want to say name names. Yeah, we but don't need names. An, an intern <laughs> or something. Um, um, but was not me um but i was like i was just getting emails like like oh this is a fake lost lands lineup and i was like i thought it was like a like a i was like oh somebody like leased leaked the lineup that's kind of crazy and i was like wait this is my account (laughs) i was was reading the thread like this is crazy like like this is crazy and then i like i saw my name in the lineup and then like because i thought it said they leaked me playing lost lands I was like, what? So then I read the comments and I'm like, wait, they're saying that I leaked the lineup? I posted this? No. It was just like the ultimate, like, you know. Uh, oh, man. And so, like, did thing. like Excision show up to your door like the next day, like Osiris's and all? Like, yo, man, yep. you gotta take this down. He showed up <laughs> in Osiris's in a dinosaur suit and uh, told me to Jurassic Park my ass outside. Um, he was gonna T. I think he said, uh, and I quote, T Rex me. He was gonna, he was gonna T Rex me, yeah, fight you like uh, this, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I that was super random. I saw it in my email and I was like, this is kind of crazy, but yep, was not me. So, there so you go. no legal issues, it was a joke, no, yeah, no. I, I, April I, Fools, April Fools, guys, <laughs> on April, really. it was on April 2nd, though. Well, I mean, uh, seeing as though it wasn't me that posted it. Time zones. <laughs> Time zones, I swear. I swear. Well, that's sad because if I, I would have posted it, it would have been way cooler. And it would have been like <laughs> Yeah, it, I, I mean I would have made it a more elaborate prank is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um 
like made yourself like the special guest that plays like four sets of three days or something. I would have made up a new like PK sound term or something like fourteen. <laughs> we got DK seven. Donkey Kong sound now. DK sound, oh my yeah, that's, God. that would be great. There's a She'll whole have you banging on your drums. Just the uh, the DK uh, bongo game. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was please, good. yes, please. We should yeah. have DJ Hero as a set, like the DJ Hero, like Guitar Hero back in the day. That would be. We should sick. have a set of that. <laughs> you can imagine a stage that's just Band Hero, but it's like oh, it's oh like my. with and the guitar gets controller. to pick from their phone the song. Do you, oh, bro, insane. we're giving them ideas. <laughs> we're giving them so many ideas. Or this is how you get on the Lost Lands lineup for real. You come to them with this pitch idea like, hey, like, just give me a stage and a bunch of Xbox <laughs> controllers. <and, laughs> oh, my God. I'll I'm put like, on hey, a guys, fucking uh, show. I'm like, hey, uh, so I, you let me play Lost Lands? I'll give you this brand new Xbox series. At, um, but, uh, <laughs> you know. I would love to play the festival. Um, I think with the releases that I have coming up, there's a lot more bass music coming out. So like I was doing all feature based stuff before. It didn't really make sense. Now is the era of diverse slushy music. So we're getting everything. Well, speaking of diverse music, uh, I kind of like to end this uh, pod, the podcast, this question. Um, you, my friend, are stuck on an island and it's it's three things you know the three things you bring on an island but this time all you have just your iphone like not iphone ipod touch no not even ipod touch just like you know the little ipod thing that you can clip to your pants the classic ones OG OG shuffles og you know i think we all might know them but it only has enough space to th- to store like three albums, three songs, three mixes of like your choice, like any artist. Uh, what are they? Hmm. That is a great question. And I actually have a proper answer. Hold on. <laughs> I'm be right back. We're going into commercial break. Uh, Tony, break out the of- fruit. Break out the fruit. No, I, this time I have to break out something else. Break out the uh, um, the board, like board game. Uh, okay. <laughs> so basically, what we have here is a background, and then. Okay. So if I was on an island, right? If I was, if I was on an island. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's the I love I, this. That's what I, I had nothing about, but an iPod. What I would do <laughs> is, uh, you're asking. Okay, so what was the question? What artists would I pick? No, like three, uh, three albums, songs, live mixes, or like live recordings. Oh, okay. I actually have a playlist called uh, Stuck on an Island. <laughs> wait, what is it called? Oh, wait, hold on. We can't see it because the the oh. screen is blocking it. Oh wait. Oh, now we got live it. music. Gotcha. And it's all um, memes and trance. Memes and trance is all Dance Dance Revolution music. Um, I would say uh, Van Halen, live right here, right now. It's a classic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sammy Hagar era. Um, I would go with um, a Frank Sinatra album. 
You gotta, you, you gotta, but I would do the greatest hits so you have like 50 songs that you just cycle yes. through. Yes, yeah, classic. Um, Man. and then probably, um, I would say maybe like the wall. I'll go with the wall. Okay, good answer. No, 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 hold on, hold on, Wait. fuck hold the on. wall, Sinatra. The wall graduation. Oh, Boom. all right, it's a good okay. one. We, we, I feel like we do get a lot of Kanye answers. Have did you watch Genius? Yeah, it was insane, like insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the the narrative, like or like the feeling change, like halfway through. It's like yeah, like once you like hit that like level of stardom, it's like everything in your life changes, like. I don't know. It's crazy. Like, do you feel like you had you experienced like something kind of like that? Where like you know it turns. No. 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 <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you know, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe at the very beginning with like, you know, the marshmallow tours and and being brought into that, you know, more like commercial atmosphere and and you know, uh, for sure, um, during like the Asia tours when people were trying to like take pictures and you know, see Mello's face and everything. And seeing that was pretty crazy. Um, so did you ever see his face? Uh, once uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. He has a nose. Eyes. The craziest part. He's got a nose. Man. It sounded a lot like it's Skrillex. (laughs) We We won't put you on the spot this time. Maybe next time though. Mar- Marsh- Marshmallow's real name is Marshall Mello. <laughs> I loved him, in, loved him in that movie, Nine Mile. Nine Mile. <laughs> That's how far away you can be, uh, you and me in Texas, and still hear him. Oh, my God. Right. Nine Mile. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, man. Well, we're all out of questions. Do you got anything for us? Um. What is your favorite video game of all time? Oh, uh, right now. Well, I can tell you right now. I absolutely love Pokemon Legends Arceus. Nice. Overall, though, um, I'd have to say, oh, man, I grew up playing Call of Duty World at War Zombies. So I, I'd absolutely nice. like love just like playing that game over and over again. Just like it brings back everything just the zombies and you know just love the zombies love the zombies see i, I loved oh, yeah. world of war zombies but i i think i talked about it oh no i didn't talk about it in a previous episode but i watched 28 days later way too young at a sleepover by myself and it was raining outside and that was just like not the best idea so that like traumatized me for zombies like even though they're nazis oh, and yeah. like they're not real still just like the way that they move and the way that they oh, just to yeah. eat you and come at you the inhumane part of it that part messed with my mental but my favorite video game it's probably a tie between halo 3 and modern warfare 2 just like the amount of like Ooh. friendship and like community that was a part of those games that it's really hard to find now um and like a consistent basis um that's probably my answer. 
been stuck on League of Legends for the past like two years. Unfortunately, my mental health has been steadily declining. But <laughs> oh no, um, we'll get out of gold eventually. Um, but thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Um, we really yeah. appreciate it. Um, we really appreciate you, your artistic journey, where you're at now, um, where you were at when you started. Um, I love being able to hear this progression, not only within yourself that you've communicated through social media and such, but also in the music that you're producing and releasing. I can't wait to see what else is coming out from the project. Um, I'm so happy that Ellie got released. I can't wait to see the anime movie that you make about it all in five years. I just know it's going to happen. I believe in you. And my name's Tony from Electric Talk. And I've been Sean. Tony and Sean, thank you so much. And this is Skrillex. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. This is Slushy. He's been a fantastic guest. Dang, I kind of want to end it like that. And then just have... (laughs) Skrillex's face come over. I mean, you've never seen Skrillex and in Slushy in the same place at the same time. Never. Never. never, never. So many people right now are like, wait. Wait a minute. Wait, what? We're interviewing Skrillex? Duh. All right. Well, just thank you so I'd much rather again. interview Slushy. Yeah. So thank, thank you, man. Um, And if there's anything else that you'd like to leave the people with, now is your chance. If not, um new music coming very soon um and it's just the beginning just the beginning of everything that i've been trying to set into motion so uh yeah a lot of slushy coming very soon let's go and that partnership with 7-eleven coming in real hot (laughs) so we'll see you on july 11th somewhere i'm sure and (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thank you so much.